Okay. So, uh, how are you guys doing? How are you doing? I'm doing okay. We don't have any Andre today. We're kind of sad. No, Andre. But we will be doing a podcast with Andre this week, so it'll be up by this weekend. So that's good. We're going to be doing uh, something kind of cool for you guys. He's getting his learn on. He's, uh, we got to say something else. That's always our phrase about it. Well, that's the thing. You're just getting your learn on. Okay. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not getting my learn on. Uh, me neither. I'm just getting. I'm getting dumber every day, actually. So, what is not getting dumber is every season of Snowfall. Got to tell you, um, little series. FX has these kind of series, like uh, they did this with Trust, where you're like, "What's this going to be about?" It seems like it's interesting. There's a lot of people that I see them in other shows, but they're not like huge names. No offense. I mean, I mean, obviously. And trust the big name there would be Donald Sutherland. But, you know, overall, you see these, like, character actors everywhere. So this was one of those things where I tuned, I tuned in to sort of see what it was about and ended up, like, really, really digging it and pulled you in uh, a few episodes into season one, I want to say. No, you watched it from the very beginning to get caught up with season two. Yeah. We've never done a Snowfall podcast, have we? I think we I think we talked about season one with with another one. Did we? We on of, another podcast. We kind of did like a two for one. Oh, we could have. I don't know. I'm losing track of the podcast we've done. That's kind of a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, like we're we're getting into almost eighty podcasts now, or something like that. Anyway, um, so we haven't. I don't know if we've officially sat down and talked about it at length. I don't feel like we've done just a focus on. No, Snowfall. no, I, I don't think we've done that either. We've so, done that either. It is uh, an amazing series. If you haven't seen it, it's, uh, directed uh, John Singleton uh, and uh, several others created this uh, awesome, awesome uh, show. So if you're a John Singleton fan, uh, you're coming to it for, with the right. With the right uh, attitude. Also, one of my favorite directors that's on the show. He did one episode in 2017. Hiro Mirai has directed on the show. Um, Alex Graves, we've seen him do. I think Alex has done like Game of Thrones, I want to say. Anyway, so I noticed that I recognize a lot of the director's names. But uh, what this show is about is um, the rise of crack cocaine in Los Angeles. And you would think, hmm. That could go, it could go a real rote way, or it could go a real cool way, or it could go a scarface way. Uh, what they've done on the show is strike, I think, a, um, a really good balance. But, because mostly for me, I mean, I think that the show is shot, shot beautifully, but it's this cast, right? Yeah. And, and like you said, it's, it, it is, it is balanced. It's really, it's not over the top and, in, no, in yeah. Many ways. It's. I mean, it's got. I mean, season one. There's some dark shit, like uh, the the Latin Freddie Mercury. He oh was, he yeah, was intense. I love that actor, by the way. And then the where where they take him out, they take those those two guys out to the desert. Yeah, wow. there's some dark shit. I mean, it, it can get quite violent. So if you're not, you know, not into that, um, there's some pretty, you know, it's a it's for the adults. Yeah. So. This. But it, but it's not like you know overstylized as it's not like a gangster movie. No, if, if that makes any. It doesn't sense. glorify it. It, it kind of shows you sort of the if you if you want to get kind of a primer on how to start up your own like um, crack cocaine franchise. Uh, here's some of the pitfalls, and then where we come to again, please heed the spoiler alert. Where we come to at the end of this is that we see at the end of season two. 
um, that saint has probably, he's figured out who the fuck he's working for, who Reed is, Reed, not his real name. So we have our uh, undercover CIA guy, and he's, um, he's what run, he needs, okay, uh, let me try to, I'm trying to follow this. I'm, I'm not really good at totally following Orion Contra. So, or Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan. So, okay. So what's going on over there? So we're, our CIA guy is getting a cocaine product, the raw product or from the, from the cartels down there, right from the cartels down there to put on the streets of America where it will sell, where people have the money and we're close to the border. So that would be us, Los Angeles. And he's got to put it on the streets um, cocaine is kind of pricey. This is set in what I want to say the eighties. Yeah, it's it's like early eighties, right? So this is a time when co- like fancy people did it. You know, it was the whites were doing it only. Yeah. So then this new product hits the market where they boil it down, they make it more. It's cheaper. It's more accessible. Do you remember you where, how they did way. that? A saint met somebody i think up in the bay area like somebody yeah, that's got it. Right. one of his connects through uh leon or one of his boys hooked him up with somebody who's like this is what crack is and it was already in the bay area because they were like stretching out you know a kilo could go a longer way if it was made into crack if i know my drugs right i don't really pay attention too much into the drug production but that's what i got from it if yeah. i please correct me uh if i'm wrong uh drug people cartel people uh so <laughs> <laughs> or don't correct us. You know, we just really don't want to be corrected if you're with the cartel. You guys are awesome. It's just we're good. Um, okay, so so then they're putting so they're taking that cash then, and then Reed CIA Reed the CIA guy is now buying like hardcore weapons and tanks and shit to go fight the communists down in South America because we can't officially have this money running through the U.S. government. The yeah. government's not going to fund their war on the commies down in South America. They need to do it through this kind of shady-ass way, and that's what we do in America. So, so yeah, so Reagan is bypassing Congress right. to fight the communists. He doesn't remember, by the way. You know. Oliver North doesn't or, fall for that. Know, George Bush and... Right. Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney are doing this it. This is Dick Cheney's baby. It's got Dick Cheney all over it. I mean, like um, Paul Wolfowitz, too. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's dudes we don't even know their names, but the, the most famous guys who the, are the arbiters of this yeah. stuff is the, the Cheneys and those kind of dudes. So we have this, um, this way. And like Reed right now, it, it's, we get into season two, he's kind of flying without a whole lot of cover. Like everybody over him has been... Uh, moved or quit or something. So I feel like he's a man without um, a shield. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's so under. He's so undercover. He ain't got no under. You know, the people who are supposed to be covering him aren't even there. Right. So he has, <laughs> he's just under. Yeah. yeah. No cover. So, uh, but. And he's, he's just doing like, like anything. Like, like you said with the, um, the, uh, the Latin, Latin Freddie Mercury. Mercury. Yeah. Just go out and, you know, killing the dude while the other guy's chopping someone else up. Well, he's solving problems. And in Reed's mind, I think he's he's seeing... He thinks that he's doing something noble. I think that's what's driving Reed, obviously. He's not a drug addict. Um, He's not really... He's a shitty family man. He's a distant father. You know, he's not... That's not his thing. 
So what is his drive? I'm saying that he's a guy who who is a true believer. He believes in what he's doing, even if he doesn't have anyone like over him telling him what to do. And he then he crosses uh, paths with our guy, Saint, who was a low-level uh, weed dealer in his own neighborhood in south-central Los Angeles. And he comes across uh, this young kid. Um, I say kid. What do you think? He's, he's probably in high school, right? Yeah. I think he's like either junior yeah. or senior, maybe even young as a sophomore. He could be, yeah. In, but in probably high junior. I think he's a junior. And so he's out there like running. Uh, he he ca- crosses paths with this uh, with this Reed guy. I forget how they met. Oh, he heard he hears of him, and then Reed like kidnaps him. He t bones him and then kidnaps him because he hears like this kid's moving it. Because all of his yeah. hookups, all of his connects are getting arrested or falling through, or so he's got to keep his connection alive. Well, his his uh, Reed was selling to Avi, right? Right, and Avi was selling to. Saint. That's right. Because well, and that was by accident because the wealthy kid came to Avi's house, or some derivation needed cocaine. I don't know. The, the porn daddy kid. Yeah, Saint ended up like at Avi's house, uh, where the porn daddy kid came to get some cocaine from him, and he's like a little pussy kid from like Malibu or where the fuck he's from. The, the, the valley. He's out in the valley. He's in the valley. Okay, there you go. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> that's when, I, I guess that's when. That's when. Yeah, when when porn was like in its heyday. Yeah, when they were just doing porn out on the corner. Porn is always going to be in its heyday. Anyway, so that's they, everything is like a, an accidental crossing. And I don't know, I'm getting the feeling, and I should have done my research before we did the podcast, but I did not do that. I'm so sorry that this is based in a lot of real life stuff that's gone down. Um, It's usually how Singleton rolls. So I would imagine that there's been some research into these are some scenarios, if you will, of how this um, happened, of how we, how Los Angeles became like this sort of hub um, of how cocaine was being, you know, shoved through uh, Los Angeles and how it sort of like took hold. Yeah, and and according to the, you know, the history in the show, I mean, if it started in Oakland and came down here, I think it was here before it was in New York. Yeah, it could have been. Because Saint was like, I'm I'm looking. Yeah, he's going to go global. Global on this shit. Right. So, so Reed, you know, again... I feel like sometimes the fault of the show rests on the fact of the motivation of Reed. Would a guy be this determined? But if he's based on a real guy, maybe so. People got really uh, hot and bothered uh, fighting the commies. Um, at one point, you know, the communists were our enemies. Now they seem to be our our homeboys, if you're, you know, politics are a certain way. But anyway, at that time, they were the enemy. They were definitely, there was no questions about it. The communists were the actual enemy and we were trying to defeat them. Or were we? Or were we? You know, we don't know. We we, we had this whole thing of setting up despots and then tearing them down because that's America's MO. So I think the show is not, and I don't think they're doing it in a cynical way. I think they're doing it in a, a way that's almost matter of fact of like, this is just kind of how it kind of happened. And then you've got the... Um, the Latino, you've got the Lucia angle of it. You know, she's a girl coming up with her family. They've been in the drug and produce business for a long time. And she's part of another cartel, right? Right. She's part of yeah. a, another cartel out there, you know, probably one of the, the maybe a warring cartel with the guys who are. Yeah. It's I'm a, not, I'm, that part yeah. I'm not clear on. I'm not clear because they got the two, who? the two, the two brothers or cousins. Right. You know, who are dealing with, uh, 
read. Right. But then also, I mean, um, Lu- Lu- Lucia, mm-hmm. she's buying from Reed too. Right. So then you get, so, yeah. I mean, so she's trying to put the crack on the streets. Then she's got this other cartel boss coming in on over her. Cause she I think it's like all coming from the same place. Probably. And then th- that, that lady came in, the lady who's rolling on her, who's like, you need to give me the recipe and blah, blah, blah. And Saint's boy gives it to her. So all this kind of stuff happens uh, around the fact that we're trying to win this uh, war, um, you know, down in South America. But, of course, it's got all of these fingers to it. You know, Saint's mother wants nothing to do with it. Sissy, when she finds out he's meddling with drugs, um, she's not having it. Her and her husband get back together, but she's still like, I don't want to take his drug money. He's trying to pay for her house. But then we find out that. You know, back in the because she she has a big yeah weed money paid for the house before a thing with her brother mm-hmm. and then because then like, her brother her brother went up for it he went up for like possession or or dealing too right uh, well I'm not I'm not sure but but I know uh, Alton you know back in the day when they want put that put the money down on the house mm-hmm. um, I think Jerome was like where do you think that down payment came from exactly it's a, but I think Jerome did do actual time for did distribution he? I feel like it was something like that. I he might know. have. But anyway, no. Jerome, you know, knows what's what. And him and Saint, uh, you know, he takes Saint sort of under his wing in the weed game. And then you see Saint emerging as sort of the boss yeah. at the end of season two. Like, look, we need to keep our minds clean. Nobody does any drugs. We need to run this like a business. And Reed is coaching him along the way after taking him hostages and threatening to murder him. Um, and Leon, he he sees what the power is. He sees he sits in this bank where he sees that they're going to be laundering this money through in this on this bigger scale than he had ever imagined. And he's like, oh, he starts to see, we see over these two seasons, Saint coming sort of up to the surface of this whole thing. He's been down here. He's been street yeah. level. He's been slinging out of like the ice cream truck. And the next thing you know, you know, he's slinging a little bit of rocks here and there. And he's got his boys on the street. I don't know how many guys he's got on the street. Ten, six, eight. I don't know. But everybody's kind of doing there's, things there's, the old way. I think there's about there's almost a, almost like fifteen to twenty. Because remember yeah. that that one scene where he gets them all guns. Oh, that's right. That's true. There was oh, a whole group of dudes. That's right. Right. So we're it's the beginning of like a, a, uh, the beginning of this business that he's starting, and he sees it as a business. And Jerome, you can see, is trying to keep his head on family and trying to keep. You know, his head on the old school game for him, like he just knows the old weed game and saints like he's a quick learner. He's a very intelligent guy. Had he been born under different circumstances, I mean, I can easily see Saint being, you know, could be a lawyer, could be a doctor, he could be, you know, could be a lot of things. He's just got the business owner of himself, like a legit business owner. So he's learning as he comes up through the ranks. And you see him at the end of season two going, you know what? I think we work for this dude and he works for the government. Yeah. So he's already put those, those two things together. And we see over like every opening title I noticed this season, you see, you see this thing whole burning down. You see things going sideways. We don't know if also is alive. Was Gustavo like, mortally injured at I the think end of he that. was. I, I mean, he was just, he I was feel filleted. Like, I feel like he was like, he was like ashen. He was gray. Yeah. So I don't know if uh, Gustavo is gone. Hopefully not. We know the cousin is dead. She shot him in the heart. Um, 
now you got this agent, this special agent, this FBI agent that got ensnared into Reed's, you know, web. And he's like, you know, CIA trumps FBI. And he's promised her that at the end of his whole CIA thing, as soon as he gets all of his money and wins his war down in South America, he's going to hand over uh, every player in the game that he came across. I don't believe that for a second because I feel like he is not dumb enough that I think he wants to live. Yeah, I don't see how. I think he's just playing her. Yeah. I think he's, he's a guy who will just tell you whatever you need to hear just to get it done. He's yeah. a guy who will stuff you in a suitcase if he needs to. Yeah. Cut you in pieces. So, um, and then his brother is, you know, getting pulled into this. I feel sorry for the brother. So ultimately, you know, like any show that you get embroiled in, this is a show of relationships. Yeah. I'm touched by Aunt Louie and Jerome's relationship with Saint. You see family there. You see what's happening with Leon and uh, what's that? What's the guy who, oh, he's the guy who really wants vengeance for his cousin and I think he ends up getting, I think Saint ends up shooting him before he It's can Kevin, shoot. Kev. Yeah. So he shoots Kev. I feel like, you know, there's a whole lot going on there. But you see these people as people. You're not just seeing, like, the thug on the corner who's slinging rock. This show is telling you these are people. These are our circumstances. Good, ill, or otherwise. You know, and Saint's next-door neighbor is a cop. He's the one who ends up turning his ass in. And you see him get his education um, in jail, and yeah, that was that that the whole the whole jail that was brutal. Yeah, when he like is in there, it's like he he's like again, you don't Saint doesn't need to do three years or three months. He just needed to do like three days, and he had already like learned some shit. This is a this is another one of those shows. It's like you know the Americans where you're. Your villains are actually the ones who you're you're rooting for. Sure, sure. You know, it's definitely a story of Breaking Bad. Uh, it's definitely a story of like by necessity. Um, this is why I always I know it's controversial, but just I understand when people like are like I came up in a gang or you know blah blah blah. And again, I don't understand the. I mean, there's senseless violence. Yes, people are. I'm not saying they're the best. I understand it. Is what I'm saying. So if you don't have any other opportunities to be, you know, to to advance with, and this is in, in your backyard and you have an opportunity, are you going to be sissy? Are you going to be saint? You know, are you going to be Alton where you're somewhere in the middle? And you get lost in there? Yeah. Because we, we see Alton, Alton used on to be, the streets. He was a Black Panther, you know. He was fighting for the justice of the yeah. people and... I'd, we haven't fully seen his backstory, but there's only so many days you can fight that fight, and then you just are you're you're tapped out. So, especially in that community where the just the police are at you all the time, yeah. and um, again, I'm not saying these people are sitting around making cookies and should be left alone. I'm just saying this. There's a reason why these things just are perpetual. Yeah, in this city, it's a systemic problem. It within, is systemic within the society. Problem. So, and I just don't tend to see. This is like these folks suck because they do this. These, you know, somebody's doing the drugs. Somebody's mm-hmm. buying the drugs. Exactly. So, you know, and then yes, and again, drugs and all that kind of stuff. We can go on and on and on about the the chicken and the egg of that. I'm not saying drugs are good, guys. I'm just saying, like, I understand this show in a way that um, it makes sense to me. 
you know. And who the real villain really is here, as nice as he is, is Reed. It's Reed. It's the U.S. government. Reed is making sure that that drug stays out of the street. I mean, he'll do anything by any means necessary to make sure that his drugs are getting sold and bringing in cash. So... Like the, while it's the, destroying yeah. a community within your borders. Right. And then we sit around. like uh, You can justify the, that. The U.S. government is the fucking thug yeah. on the street corner and mm-hmm. then turns around and wants to be self-righteous with law enforcement and say, we're going to arrest all these thugs. Homie, <laughs> which the fuck is it? So that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, this show points that out. But it doesn't. What I like about it is it it doesn't do it in a very heavy-handed way. It's like it's so gray. Yeah. The whole show is very, very gray about uh, morality yeah. and ethics. And I mean, we're preaching more on this podcast than they ever do on the show. <laughs> they never do this stuff. Yeah. yeah, they don't. They're just like this is kind of how it is. Nobody like nobody monologues about justice and what's happening. You know, in South America, we haven't heard from the communists yet. They might have a point. Um, I wonder if they'll ever go and. We'll ever see that side because in in um, I think season one we do spend some time. We in, are in the jungle, yeah. yeah, and we have seen those characters a little bit, you know. But I don't know that we're going to. Maybe we will. Maybe because we will. I mean, just because of the government connection now, and that Franklin knows right. what the big picture is. Well, and I know that we were kind of maybe you know it sounds like we are shitting on the Latin Freddie Mercury. We need to find his real name. You look at the comments. <laughs> yes. uh, we just, we just, I said, swear to God, I just though, said it without even like thinking about honestly, it. Honestly, because they say it on the show, but um, that's their nickname, not ours, for this for this guy. But I swear to God, that guy, he looks like Freddie Mercury. And then if you follow him, I follow him on Instagram. He doesn't like out without that mustache and without that you know smoothed back hair. He doesn't. He looks like himself. He looks like the actor. But I swear to God, they had him dressing like Freddie and. He looked just like him, and and he he came off as ruthless. But I even say to to him, he was also in his mind and in his own way fighting for his people because he was a soldier that came out of the the jungle and they recruited him. Reed recruited him, right? Or no, he was the first guy in, wasn't he? Isn't wasn't he the predecessor to Reed? Yeah, he was in with the the previous undercover before Reed came in. Yeah. Right. So he was the, he was the man on the ground. He was moving the stuff through Avi and all those guys, and he was partying and he was moving it through all of the upper crust people initially. So he was throwing these big lavish parties. He was uh, I think they use one of these famous locations that are up in the hills, um, and he had like he was posing as I don't know the the party guy for it's Juan Javier Cardenas. Yes. Juan Javier Cardenas. And do you know what the funny thing is? It's like I'm looking at his his IMDb, and he doesn't even look like Freddie Mercury. Not at all. <laughs> so but I'm like, on the show, for, for some strange reason, they made him look just like Freddie Mercury, and it was trippy. Like Freddie, Freddie Mercury were slightly, if he were Latino, um, I don't know what uh, the character's nationality is. I don't know what his ethnicity is, but um, if he was that guy and, and Freddie was doing like really um, evil shit, <laughs> we know Freddie did, uh, he partied with a bunch of uh, people and had sex with a lot of people and did a lot of drugs, but I don't think he murdered anybody. So, um, but that guy, you know, would probably feel justified. What's the character's name? Uh, Alejandro. Alejandro. Okay. So Alejandro, he probably thought, you know, Alejandro probably thought, you know, I'm doing this for my country. Yeah. 
And, you know, his wife is still back in the resistance and, you know, still fighting the good fight in the fucking jungles. So, and they sacrificed their entire relationship and their lives to fight for this cause. So they believe this. And so Reed can, I don't think even Reed like judges him. He might've called him a psycho at one point, but. Well, he was, what what it was, was, um, they had the, the OD in the, in the party house and he had to get rid of some bodies, right. right? Yeah. Now the sister of one of those people who died came looking for her. And then he had to kill her because she found out who well, he was, right? let's go back to the party. So they're shooting cocaine at the guy's butthole. I didn't even know that was a thing. I Whatever, guys. Um, and so this guy, like, he told he has a heart attack or something. This is how, like, the whole thing starts off. Yeah, so, right? so this guy freaks out and dies that he's partying with, like the big mogul that's paying for everything. There's a couple of girls there. Does the guy die or one of the girls die? Anyway, he has to murder one of the girls who's going to run for the door. That's right. And so when Reed comes to clean up the room, he finds the earring and the blood on the corner. And the story doesn't sound, you know, the way it was presented to him by, by Alejandro. So later on, the sister comes looking for her you know, her sister yeah. who was murdered and she won't give up. And I think Reed kind of feels for her and she ends up running across Alejandro who murderizes Has her. Has to kill her first. Well, he's got a, she's, you know, won't, she's, she's like a dog with a bone. Yeah. She's going to figure it she's out. She's going to blow his cover. Yeah. And he's like, by any means necessary guy. So Reed is like that guy psycho. And then Reed turns around and does the same kind of shit. Yeah. So. And his excuse was, he's like, he murdered her. I had to kill him. And he's like, I, I had to kill him. And his brother's like, <laughs> it's like okay. what the fuck? I like the guy who plays his brother. I, like I his, do too. Yeah. I like his character. Uh, he added uh, some levity to the show. Yeah. yeah. It was very nice. Um, I don't know what's going to happen in season three. I hope it comes back. You know how these shows are. They can be like, I feel like season three was renewed. And they're shooting all over LA, right? Yeah. See, that's cool. And I like... I like how they're making, you know, 80s L.A. look. Yeah. It looks really good. This show's just blow me away. It's really a beautiful show. It is. It's shot very beautifully. Uh, so we have, okay, so we have the, we have the Mexican gang. We have the black gang saints guys. We have uh, the rich kids sort of. It's kind of a lame connect. He doesn't really have a. Don't really, he doesn't really have a connect. I think he's got the 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 cocaine using porn dad. Um, I'm trying to think of what other factions. Of course, there's the Israelis. Yeah, but that's only through Avi. Right, but he, but really... Avi can get the guns and stuff. Yeah, but so, we've never really spent any time with Avi and his. Not a whole lot of time. I mean, just the people. In the house. Although I love Avi. Avi's a great character. Uh, but I see this web kind of getting, it's getting, you know, it's getting tighter. Yeah. Around like these gangs and their connections and stuff. And will it fall apart? Will it spin out? Will we, are we going to watch Saint like, you know, really rise to, to Scarface, you know, level? Because what I guess I'm interested in sticking around to, to see happens to the saint characters, you know, in the, in the real world where this was going on, what happened to those, to those OGs, to those, you know, 
those dons of the gangs that were doing this. And again, I should probably go read about the whole real history and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, probably, it's probably should. I'm sure it is. Um, but I do feel like, yeah, it's this is based on some scenarios, some stories, um, and how how it ended up happening with some dramatization, of course. You know, otherwise you'd be watching a documentary. I have to say, you know, big big ups and shout outs to um, Amin Joseph, who plays Jerome Saint. I love him. I mean. There was, you know, like throughout the season, you know, he had this sort of persona. And then the last couple of episodes, there were moments where I'm like, dude. Yeah. That was awesome. He's just like, just a whole new facet of his acting chops. Right. And it was like, he just, he just brought out another, another facet of, another layer of Jerome. Yeah. It was That a, we hadn't seen before. And I'm he like, was, holy shit, dude. He was definitely the MVP for me of season two, besides yeah. the brother, obviously those two were neck and neck. But for me, it was, it was, uh, I mean, uh, as Jerome, yeah, I was like, they gave him kind of, not a one dimensional character. Obviously Jerome had some depth in season one, of course. Yeah. But in season two, yeah, you're absolutely there, right. There you and I like, just kind of looking at each other like, like damn yeah. son. There was like, there was like this <laughs> other level of humanity where I was like, holy shit. You just brought me into that character right there at that moment. Yeah. It was really good. I also saw some layers in Leon and in Kev. Leon is always going to be a favorite yeah. of mine. And you know Leon when he was remember when they were in the in the um the prison? Yeah. And he saw him and was like You need to go in there and find gotta, it. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get go in there. The first motherfucker you see, you gotta beat the shit out of him. And you know, um that it turns out that's uh, great advice. But his reaction to seeing Saint beaten up. Yeah. Wow. I mean, like again, this cast all the you can take a typical prison visitation scene and we've seen it a million times, right? And it's one of the times that I actually paid attention. I didn't look at my phone. I didn't look away. They made it count. Yeah. Um, and we were on that glass with Saint seething. We were on the other side with the family going, what the fuck? Look at his face. Yeah. And then when, when Alton and Sissy came. Yeah. I mean, you just saw And he's this, like, get the fuck away from know. Do you want to be my parents now kind of thing? That yeah. anger, that rage, this is not helping me kind of thing. And then goes in and just does exactly yeah, what Leon who, tells him. Yeah, just the beats the bug and took his shoes. Was like, fuck you. Yeah, I'm gonna get my shoes back. Yeah, knocked him on the head and got his. Uh, those weren't Adidas. I want to say those were. Pumas. I don't know what they were, but then and then the other guy that jacked him and put him into the uh, infirmary, he's like walked up and said, "I know exactly where your yeah. auntie lives mm-hmm. and this and that. Don't, She's about this. Don't high, fuck with me your again, little cousin. Yeah." That was some gangster shit. Yeah. And again, like Saint doesn't need, um, he doesn't need three months, three weeks. He, need, he just needed three days or however long he was in there. It wasn't that long. And um, it was enough for him to go, I don't need to do this. I'm, I'm a quick study. Yes. Yeah, like all, all throughout the season, you see sort of a, I mean, you get this, this potential in Saint. Mm. But then also it's like, it's almost sometimes he's way over his head. And that's why going back to um, Jerome, that's why, you know, you need Jerome. You need these clearer heads. You need Alton. Yeah. You need Sissy even yeah. for sure. You know, you need he needs all these people around him. It's just at one point, well, he becomes so far out ahead. Everybody in the pack outsmarting them, but then outsmarting himself. It's the same thing with yeah. Lucia. It's like, you know, she she outplayed her hand in a way, and now she's in the corner of this thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if she's got any more hand to play. 
she's kind of fucked. And it's not like, you know, because it's like the deeper you get, it's like it, the worse the situation is. Sure. As far as violence oh, yeah. goes. And, and Stakes are higher, you know, more like, violence. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm just, you know, a better basketball player to win a game. It's like lives are at stake and now people could die. And they do all the time. I know we have a, and again, Jerome's frequency partner is Aunt Louie. What is Angela? Is it Angela Davis? Am I getting that wrong? Lewis. Angela Lewis. Sorry. Angela Davis is somebody else entirely. I'm blackish. Uh, So Angela Lewis, who is Aunt Louie on this. I love her. Yeah. She's been my favorite this season, too. She's really stood out. They're giving these characters a lot of just good material, but they just they just take it and just do amazing shit with it. Yeah. Um, can you explain to me? I don't really understand. Is it Gloria, the lady who owns the club? Um, I want to say it's Gloria. So also, I love her. See her around a lot too. She's fantastic. Claudia. Claudia. Gloria. Claudia. So Claudia. I'm thinking Gloria. That film with. Uh, Anyway, so um, so Claudia and is get she manages to snatch Louis away from Jerome for a minute, and it's all going good. They travel to New York, they chill, everything is awesome, and then all of a sudden, Claudia turns on on Louis. Well, it's because what, what what happened there? Did how did I miss that? They had that. Remember, they had the party. Yeah, but the, they had a they had a ball. They had a yeah, drag ball, the West Coast ball. Yeah, and um, you know, Claudia gets drunk and she thinks that L- Louis is Louis is going to steal the club from her. Oh, she's like, so this is how. Well, you're she's take not the wrong. Club. She's not exactly wrong. And then she was like, if I had wanted the club, I would have taken it a long time ago. Do you think that she had honest feelings for Claudia? I think she did. Mm. And then she beat it out of her. I guess that's yeah. one good way. Look, y'all. All Jerome did was, you know, he was still wrong, but he, uh, you know, he was treating Louis like she needed to eat out of his hand and didn't have independence. And, and then like, Claudia did the same thing. And she, she did to do only the same thing. she did it with she threw hands. <laughs> And Louie was like, and this is the uh, the end of my foot. So, I mean, she she might have got beat, but she gave some. She gave, I think she gave more than she got. So I don't know where they're going to stand with Claudia, but the club would have been a perfect place for Saint to run some money because he's eyeing the club as well. He yeah. wants that club. But at this point, I'm feeling like, can he just go buy a club through an LLC? Like, he's buying houses and shit. Can he just, you know... I think it it might come down to that. They're going to use that set again, so yeah. they're going to buy Claudia's club and put her, out, her ass out. Because now that he knows what, what he's dealing with and the money that he could actually move, yeah. product he could now move. Now he's going to be able to go, okay, I see what I'm dealing yeah. with. But he also knows that the government don't play. And yeah. Reed will like put you in a basement and like possibly kill you. And I think that's why, and I think he even told Reed, that's how I see eye to eye with you is because... I don't trust you, yeah. but I know how you do business, and I'm going to do business the same way. Right. So I see a lot of bloodshed in the future for these characters. Yeah, it's not going to end well. For anyone. No. And I don't think the whole thing did end well. No. I mean, like everybody like said, uh, this guy did it, that guy did it. The president was like, I don't remember it, which, you know, thinking about it now, probably didn't. Um, you know, like a lot of uh, – there was a lot of fall guys 
and then North ends up taking being like the Boy Scout fall guy and all this kind of stuff. It's a little murky in my mind, but I just remember North standing there with his hand up in his yeah his uniform and whatever. Um, and everybody going, he was fighting the communists. Leave him alone. Our president is great. He's fighting the communists. We love Reagan. That's what the GOP is about. They were doing this that, in guys? South America, and they were doing this in Iran, weren't mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. Doing this all over the world, man. Yeah. And enclaves and stuff that we won't even find out the names of until 20 years' time from now. Yeah. Shady shit. That's what we do. Um, I still love our country, though. Don't get me wrong. I'm a patriot. I just know what's up. I know how we got here. I know there's a killing floor before I get my stake. Freedom ain't free. Uh, apparently, freedom is about what was cocaine at the time a bag <laughs> that's that was the cost of freedom at that time and the crack was going for you know a lot less yeah it was moving faster they said it moves faster mm-hmm. it's uh, um, a stronger hit yep and you can you know it's not as much but you can sell more of it right and you just stretch out what you have and people are almost instantaneously addicted yeah. to it so then don't even get me started on the sentences that are handed down between white skin and black skin on over who's doing whatever. Anyway, uh, the show does not do that. It just makes you think. No, it when doesn't. you're watching the show, you're just thinking, fuck, man, because you're sitting yeah. here on the other side of history going. There, yeah, there's no, there's no politics. No, there isn't any show. politics. Not really. No. no, it's just what happened. It kind of shows how, if, if anything, how there's no big, huge machine in play here. It was just. Now, I don't know how this actually came down, but it just looked like a dude by himself, single-handedly, like, arming the Contras. Surely it wasn't just one guy. No, probably not. I mean, I, they, I, I bet they had— Fifteen? You know, and they none 30? of them knew each other, and they were all working yeah. their own. So there was just one Reed. Or maybe there was just one. Yeah, but then, you know, Reed would have run across another guy in Los Angeles, because it's a small town. People think it's—I mean, it's a massively sprawled town, but when you're in that game, you're going to know all the players. But then, you know, when they when they introduced the, the whole drug task force of the ATF or whatever it was— they had absolutely no idea. Yeah, they don't, and the players don't know who each other are. So, I mean, it could have it point. could have been just one, maybe two. Yeah, but I think that. in the drug game, you would know what's on the streets. You would know if somebody else was pushing crack. You would know if somebody else had like. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, like the supplier of it, maybe it's just coming from one. Mm. I mean, because this is, I feel you. This is like deep cia shit yeah but but what i'm you don't what have I'm like saying, multiple you know right but conversely i'm thinking it ain't that deep though i just don't see it being that deep i feel like that's kind of we want to make it some shady deep underworld and it's just like a dude it's just yeah that's what i'm saying it's just a dude hmm. you know who's got multi-level I believe it, some man. type of clearance this time this time in the world this time about, you know, whatever, October 2018, I'm ready to believe just about. I mean, what does it take it? To, to run X amount of kilos or X amount of guns from A to B? Yeah. Two people. Right. And you can you can fund and start a war that way. And a shipment of Cabbage Patch dolls and oh, a string of Christmas yeah. lights the, yeah. and some blueberry. Their demands, those drug cartel demands, yeah. that list is probably... The Christmas the, list. The list is my, one of my favorite things yeah. ever. And visas for all of us. You no, know, you can't have... No, we'll get your visas. Dude, I have to get... No, we'll get those visas. So what's interesting about when Reed goes back and he's... he's uh, I think he goes back to sort of report in. 
um, because he's lost his his minder, goes MIA, and he goes, does he go to D.C.? I think he goes to D.C., right? And he goes, hey, yeah. what up? And they're like, we don't know you. It's like he's been disavowed. That guy don't live here? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, like there the whole the whole operation was that looked like it was some footprint on the beach yeah. erased with a broom kind of shit. You know, it's like the guy who had his cover, who had the letter that that absolved, absolved Reed <laughs> is gone. But if Reed doesn't exist, how can he be prosecuted? See, but Saint is findable and he's a black man. Yeah. Reed can just disappear like Casper, literally. But doesn't Reed cuz Aunt Louie goes to Reed Yes. And Reed gets him out of jail. Yes. Right? Well, it doesn't know how many people lay eyes on this cracker. He can, like, he can literally disappear in this United States and beyond. Whereas a guy like Saint, you know, unless Saint learns some disappearing act skills, which we'll see what happens in season three, four, five. Hopefully there's that many seasons in this show. I don't know. We'll see what goes down. Now, weren't you blown away to find out that Saint uh, was played by Damon, Damon Idris? Who's English? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck, dude? When that accent comes out of that guy, it's kind of like Matthew Reese in The Americans. When he speaks in his British accent, I giggle every time. It just sounds not proper on him. He just sounds like a little school girl talking very... It's kind of like when Andy Lincoln speaks as well. Yeah. It's Although, really weird. It's really weird. Andy Lincoln's Southern accent just now got good as he was leaving. As the he's series. leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Um so trippy though, because Damon's accent is that's fucking LA, man. That's South Central LA. He fucking nails that shit. Yeah, I mean I can't I can't You can't hear it? I can't hear I mean I can't I don't hear any subtleties. Because it just sounds, it sounds normal to it me. It sounds so normal. That's yeah. what I'm saying is now that I know that he's, he's British, yeah. I, you know, I'm like, holy shit. And he, because sometimes I can hear with the British folk, they all like to black brag that they can come here and do an American accent. And I'll just be listening to their vowels as well. And I'm like, mm, yeah, every once in though? a while it slips out. But like, not with this guy. This guy is just, he's fucking airtight. Yeah. Isn't somebody else on the show? Well, I know that Michael uh, Hyatt, who plays Sissy, I know she's born in England, but she she talks with her straight-up American accent. You see her everywhere, by the way. She was on uh, Ray Donovan. Wasn't she on The Wire? She, yeah, she probably was. If they were black and they were acting. And you got to get that Baltimore accent out. Yeah, and this one's just, she's incredible. Michael is, in, I hope it's not Michelle, but it's spelled Michael. Uh, she is one of my favorites. I see her in a lot of places, and she just, whatever she's doing, she'll be in like an episode of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, or she'll be in an episode of this show, and I remember her. She just stands out. She commands the screen, and I'm like, oh, that's her. You know, she's awesome. So uh, I'm, I'm glad that she finally has kind of a a place to sort of perch and show what she can do because there's a there's a lot of layers in that actor um that we can't wait to see and just you know she doesn't have to always play the beleaguered mom but i do notice that she plays a lot of either um shrinks or cops yeah so well well, it'd be great to give her like something to chomp on like something going into season three like maybe not just worried mother 
well, pissed the, off mom. In know? The Wire, she was Avon Barksdale's sister. Oh, that's right. That's so she, right. She was part of the, that she was on the organization. Crew. She was yeah. one of the crew. So we already know she knows how to roll it. So Saint just thinks that his mama like tapping into some shit. Yeah. She's got some cred, man. She's rolling out of Baltimore. I love the drive-by scene in The Wire Yeah, with Snoop. You don't want to do a drive-by? <laughs> just gets out of the car, goes up to the guy, goes, boom, efficient. See what yeah. happened there? I miss Snoop. Um, so that's a good that's that's a good series to rewatch. Maybe we do for the holidays. We do a wire instead of like watching Bender Brothers again. Yeah, yeah, probably. You take a break from. We always watch violent things. Um, violent things around the holidays. I don't know why the the holidays remind me of violence. Just kind of America. Speaking of snowfall and how we get things done, I don't know why. I think that's what it is. I I think World War II and I think I think uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, let's do the wire. Let's do uh, another way of how America got great again. Let's go watch. Uh, let's go watch the wire. I would do that. I would do that series. Yeah. Also thinking. Um, I'm thinking like New Year's. I want to do some Mr. Robot. Okay, yeah, because that's gonna that's coming around. When when are they airing? You know, um, no one's committed to. The rumor is that they're shooting this fall, but Mr. Fall, like as in now, Mr. Rom Rom is running around the streets promoting Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. I just don't believe that. He also no. didn't spend the holidays with his um, family last year because he was on set. It's creepy that I know that, but they were there trying to, you know, get this thing in the can. So I don't think he had a whole lot of time off. So I'm, I don't see him taking this. Maybe they'll start shooting it in the spring. After. I would say it feels like robots going to shoot in the spring, and then we'll see it in the fall, winter of next year. Yeah, fall, winter, sure. I think. I think hopefully 2019. Probably Game of Thrones is 2019. It's the last one though. It's season four. So look, brought up Rami Malek and Mr. Robot in this podcast. It's got to be a record. And I brought up Walking Dead. It's just happening. Yeah. It happens in every. Uh, by the way, I don't know if anybody's been watching all of those clips that are coming out of Bohemian Rhapsody. That dude, he he looks amazing. He is moving like that. And the other guys, too, are blowing me away. Willem Lee, like he fucking is Brian May. I've said this before. I'll stop saying it. Like Joe Mazzella is John Deacon. I want to see Roger out on the uh, tour, touring uh, the press circuit. I think he's uh, got an engagement. He's out there working. So hopefully we'll get to see the entire band out there on the road. November 2nd, right? November 2nd, That's Bohemian Rhapsody. Date? Most definitely we're going to be doing a podcast about it. Don't you worry. But oh, yeah. check out all the clips. Just seeing Rami embody. As we he says, he's not trying to be Freddie. He's embodying him. We should see it on the 2nd, the first showing of the 2nd, whatever that day is. We really is. should. You know, it's, it's a Friday. Where it's not like we're working or anything. <laughs> you just, you know, roll over there to the... I work every day. I have you now. I work every day. I work at looking for work. Um, I'm writing a book, dude talking about writing my book and um i have a client that i write for oh that's right you have a job i have a job um uh, member i had a job about five hours ago you did <laughs> it was very quick and, and now i have no job and now you're home it makes you sound like you're a prostitute or something <laughs> aren't we all uh yeah snowfall so i i feel like we're gonna see some interesting things happen in season three i feel like i feel like some ca- i, I want to go back and forth on gustavo are they telling us he's dead i didn't feel like we didn't we got a finite on that 
I think, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, because they have to sort of consolidate now. I just love that character you know? so much, though. That guy is so awesome. Or he's, maybe maybe he's not, and they they sort of they because they're gonna they're gonna sort of they have to thin it out. I th- if he lives, this is what I predict for for Gustavo. Is I think that he is going to look at Lucia and be like, "I love you, girl," but we got to get out of this game. It's not for you. You're not a gangster. You know, you need to run away with me. And he's trying to get her to do that earlier. So I think I feel like he. His heart is in, I just want to be a wrestler. I just want to live this simple life. I just want to be with my lady and, and have this little gig. So I don't know what will happen there. I hope it goes, what, three? So it's going to be three, uh, maybe four and wraps at five. Maybe. Or even wraps at four. Go as good as, you know, like I say about any show. Tell your story and then be done. Yeah. Some people do it in two. Some people do it in three. Some people do it in one. Yeah. You know, they knocked Rome out. Was that one episode, one season? I don't know. Maybe it was two. Um, that's it for me. Uh, you can listen to us. Um, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play. Um, I don't remember the other places. You can go to our website too. Just go to AshlandPodcast.com. Um, all the episodes are up there pretty soon after we put them up. They're right there. Usually with almost exactly the same time I'll put them up in order. The use of the website last. I don't know why that is. Um, but you can also listen there. So whatever. Just go to the, the on your mobile device. We, we're, we're mobile friendly. And if you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Ashland Podcast. We are Ashland Podcast on Facebook. And we are Ashland Podcast on Instagram. Not to be confused with Yeah, those Ashland, guys. Ashland, Ashland Baptist, Baptist Church. Yeah, I mean, I think people come and they, they, they figure it out pretty quickly. That, you know, we're not trying to be against anybody or anything. All right. So you guys take care of yourself and, um, you know, I would say stay hydrated, but I don't stay hydrated these days. Drinking way too much iced coffee. Um, so don't, don't drink iced tea. I make, I always have iced tea. Yeah. Let's do iced tea. We're going to go do that. We're going to go have iced tea and you guys have a good night. Good night. (sighs) 